Rigged. 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 System for mobile and financial. This is Rigged. I'm Terry Saka. We have plenty in the news that most now are aware with the coronavirus pandemic wreaking havoc on the global supply chain, economic supply chain at that, and then all the other things that go along with it. So I want to give a kind of an overall view because all we hear about in the media is this virus and how dangerous and how scary the virus is, which is very true. Now, no one really knows for sure where the virus came from. I will not be surprised if it was a bioweapon that got out of control. But the fact is, it is in the system and it is global. But for me, I get the virus, I get the death count, my heart goes out for everyone who's been affected and those who have died. But as they keep saying, obviously, flus and other viruses kill people every year. And so I do understand this is just the world we live in. But from my perspective, what I find very interesting is the timing. And I won't get into the military drills that were done and how all of this was shut down weeks before the virus came out in Wuhan, China. I won't get into any of those theories. What I want to focus on is the actual stock market crash correlation. The bear market crash correlation. Because this virus is more than just a virus. The timing is unbelievable. Here we were, not more than three or four months ago, in the repo market. And the repo is where it's a repurchasing agreement with banks. Where banks go overnight and borrow money from other banks, but it was chaos. And the banks were not lending to each other. This started in September, but we were all kind of being wrapped up in the holiday time. And so we really didn't get a chance to understand what it was. But the banks were failing. They didn't have the equity, the money they needed overnight. So the Fed had to step in. So not only did the Fed step in in the repo market to the tune of hundreds and hundreds of billions of bailing the banks out, They started actually monetizing that debt to the tune of $60 a month. This is really ugly because they're really not supposed to monetize debt. But if if the banks go out and buy the debt the Treasury issues and three days later the Fed then takes it, that is monetizing. I don't care. It's like going taking a flight to New York. But instead of going directly to New York, you go to Chicago first. But the fact is you're still going to New York. But it's really illegal against the mandate of the Federal Reserve. But it was showing the cracks and the stress in our 11-year economic expansion in the United States. There has been great policy put forth to give we the people a chance. Entrepreneurialism, manufacturing has been coming back. So there really has been some good signs. But the problem is there's more to this now. So then here we come into the holidays and we're all doing our holiday thing, not really noticing that the banks were an epic failure and the the Federal Reserve had to bail the banks out. Well, right now, the Federal Reserve's latest nationwide survey of business conditions has found that the coronavirus outbreak has begun to impact the travel and tourism businesses, disrupt manufacturing chains in part of the United States, Otherwise, businesses report that although they have not yet been directly affected by coronavirus, they're worried about the impact. They're starting to see supply chain cracks. I know personally, General Motors and other corporations are seeing the cracks. We are starting to see it in pharmaceutical goods, in our antibiotic chains, because all of our medical supplies came out of China. 
And if and I figured this, they can lie all they want to personally me. I don't really believe anything they say. Nothing. Nothing. It's all fake. The financial system is fake. The the food chain system is fake. It's unbelievable what we're dealing with in today's society. I don't believe it. So the way I look at it is when the goods start showing up at the boat in the port in China, then we will know that it's okay. They will have contained it. God, I pray that they contain it. And it looks like apparently today that there are signs that they are, but I don't buy it. I'll wait and see. But the point is, even if they do, the damage has been done to the supply chain. There are indications that coronavirus was negatively impacting the travel and tourism. Obviously, nobody wants to fly. Who wants to be in, in a tube with people? This thing is asymptomatic. There's people dropping dead with no symptoms. Children were carriers with no symptoms. They don't understand it. And I, the way I look at it is if you don't understand something, then maybe we ought to stay away and hunker down, as we would say in the Army. Manufacturing activities expanded in most parts of our country, but the supply chain delays have been reported as a result of coronavirus. And this is an issue. But where I want to get in the bigger picture here and kind of wrap it up is think about this in a biblical epic time frame. We have locusts ravaging Africa, and they don't you don't hear about that right now, but they were ravaging Africa and the food supply. You had massive bushfires in Australia. Now, these fires in Australia, as tragic as they were, as as all the animals and the life, the destruction of life was just horrendous. Australia actually used to export about 9 million tons of wheat a year. This year, they have to import wheat. So not only is Australia exporting wheat, Africa food chain is ravaged by locusts. And so you have the locusts and the fires and now a pandemic shutting down the global economic chain. Now, here's where it gets for me. This is on the heels of 11-year expansion economic expansion, the largest expansion in U.S. history. Yes, it was legitimate to some extent that we were making policy changes ever since the president came in. He definitely cut taxes and made it so we can become more entrepreneurial, so we can import back our manufacturing. Thank you, Senator Hawley, for introducing legislation to bring back our our uh, medical supply chain and pharmaceutical supply chain back to the United States. I personally think this thing with the Wuhan virus, the Wuhan flu scenario, is a blessing to the United States down the road. If we wake up and decide, let's bring back a portion of manufacturing that'll boom our economy, but give us national security interest. But here we are in the heels of an 11-year expansion at a time when our, our trade partners and their debt levels, their bonds are all in negative interest rates. So we've been expanding for 11 years, longest in history. Our trade partners are in negative interest rates, which they're saying here in the United States, let's get to negative interest rates too. I'm like, what? Negative interest rates? Think about how unheard of that is economically. We, none of us alive have ever even seen that. We probably are not even paying attention to it. But when you think about negative interest rates, it really means here, give us $10,000 for this bond and we'll give you 9000 back. 
Now, those numbers aren't exact. I'm just giving you the idea. Who would do that? But what it is is a red flag. We were already in a global banking crisis. Deutsche Bank is on the verge of collapse with the derivatives that they hold. So this global economic supply chain disruption because of the Wuhan virus, and I know they're trying to say, don't say Wuhan virus. I'm sorry. That's where it came from. But on the heels of this pandemic, the timing couldn't be worse. And then you have Russia and Saudi Arabia having an oil fight, collapsing the oil market. We have tremendous uncertainties right now. So on the heels of an expansion, we have a pandemic, we have a food chain shortage, we have negative interest rates in our trade partners. They are going to have to print trillions in stimulus. You want to talk about lowering interest rates, wait until you see the programs, tax cuts, they'll do more. This isn't, this isn't over because the corporations haven't reported all the losses yet. We haven't started to see the need for bailouts of airlines and who knows who else. This is something that they're not talking about. I'm just saying, let's connect the dots. Let's just understand it's a time in history that we better be properly protected in tangible assets. You have gold, literally not even 10 or 15% from its all-time high. Silver being suppressed at almost 99 to 1 on this ratio. What a manipulation that is. Wait until that thing breaks. Silver will explode. But the point is, this is not the time to be soft with our assets. With all of these conditions in play, with the food crisis coming, we have a summer that is going to stare us down. All I say is, let's just be vigilant, be prepared, be calm, and be loving to one another. For those that have, let's look after those who don't. So until next time, God bless each and every one of you, and may this find you well. The world is at a tipping point. Our fragile food supply is being destroyed by locusts and fires. A global viral pandemic is collapsing the economic supply chain, impacting financial markets all around the world, leaving you and your finances more vulnerable than ever. Now is the time to protect and preserve your assets. Cornerstone Asset Metals is here to help you protect and preserve what you've worked so hard to gain. Whether you have IRAs to protect, 401ks to preserve, or cash in the bank, our asset specialists are here to support you. Call now and we'll send you urgent information regarding changes to the dollar and the challenges to our economy that you need to be prepared for. Learn how easy it is to roll over your current IRA or 401k into a physical precious metals IRA. We can even arrange to have your precious metals stored in a private vault or send it directly to your home. Do not delay. Call 888-747-3309 today. That's 888-747-3309. Invest in precious metals and create security in your future today. Call now.